1: terms and conditions apply
0: oh yeah oh yeah you are now rocking with the best this is the I am Rappaport stereo podcast and everything is lined up beautifully Everything is lined up beautifully. It is the Golden State Warriors versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. They are back in business for all eyes to see. There's no more Game 7s. There's no more Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals. It comes down to two teams with six future Hall of Famers. Brooms up, motherfucker. Get your motherfucking brooms ready. The NBA Finals are set. It was Memorial Day weekend, and a woman decided to shave her legs. Yes, shave her legs publicly. Right there on the side of a public pool. Rudy Giuliani showed up to Yankee Stadium for his 74th birthday. I'll tell you what happened. Plus, we have special guests. One of my favorite actresses. I've never worked with her. I never even really met her. The great Regina Hall. You've seen her in Girls Trip. You've seen her in. You've seen her in The Best Man. You've seen her in Love and Basketball. You probably first saw her in the original Scary Movie. She did the entire franchise. She's one of the. She's one of my favorite actors. She could do comedy. She could do drama. She talks shit. She keeps it real. She's funny as fuck. Regina Hall is the special guest on this here I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Miles Jordan. Let me get something funky. Let's start this off right now the right way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you fuck you. Oh, this is going to be gorgeous. Now, G. Moody is stuck in Brooklyn with some transmission problems. He may or may not be joining me. On this I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. But who gives a shit? This is my time to shine. For those of you who did not hear the very combustible emergency podcast last night. Only on the premium app. I suggest you hear it. Me and G Moody. Went at it. About Cleveland. About KD versus LeBron. We went at it about Drake. Versus Pusha T. I predicted that Golden State would win. And I predicted that Kevin Durant would score 35 points or more in game seven. Lo and behold, you fuck you. He scored 34 points. I was one free throw shy of being right on the money. And as you know, I don't do it. For the money, I do it for the honey. What a glorious feeling. Here we are with another banger I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. The NBA Finals are set. It's what Cleveland wanted. It's what Golden State wanted. It's what NBA fans wanted and knew was inevitable. The 2018 NBA Finals will come down to Cleveland. And LeBron fucking James versus the Golden State Warriors. And I predict it's going to be ugly. And it's going to be ugly fast. Yes, Houston pushed them to the brink. Yes, KD had two bad games. Yes, they were a little bit out of sync. I give credit to Houston. They made adjustments on defense. But the Golden State Warriors did the damn thing. They persevered like the champions they are. Who would have thought that both the Eastern and Western Conference Finals would go to seven games, but they did. Good for the NBA. Good for Adam Silver. Keep your ball head clean and shining. You deserve it. I am a pig in shit. The finals start on Thursday. On Sunday, we will be performing, coincidentally, in San Francisco at the Cluster Festival. You can get tickets in San Francisco to see us at Clusterfest.com. Me and G Moody live from San Francisco. I have to change all my fucking plans now because I'm trying to get tickets to Game Motherfucking 2. I'm hyped. I'm excited. I feel good. Yes, Cleveland is is. Fuck Cleveland. Yes, LeBron is great. Yes, he's been unbelievable. But it don't mean a thing if you ain't got that ring. A shoebop, 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 shoebop. Wow. What's the sense of pushing it to the brink? What's the sense of all that brilliance when inevitably it's going to come down to getting your asses kicked against the Golden State Warriors? And that is. What is going to happen? They are lucky last year they didn't get swept in four fucking games. I predict the same thing. I predict Golden State beats Cleveland again in five games, beating them easily. I predict Kevin Durant dominating LeBron James, just like he did last year. LeBron James cannot guard Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant cannot guard LeBron James. But you know what? He doesn't need to. Because the Golden State Warriors are a better team. Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and fucking robot Klay Thompson. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be fast. It's going to be furious. And it's going to be ugly. Okay? It's going to be ugly. And I can't wait. This is what... Listen, if you're a basketball fan, if you're a fan... Of, of greatness. Th- th- this, is, this is what it's all about. Whether you're a real NBA fan or not, this is what it's all about. The two best teams with five of the best players to ever do it in no particular order. You have five All Stars playing LeBron James, Kevin Love, also, six All Stars. LeBron James, Kevin Love. Kevin Love will be a Hall of Famer. Draymond Green, Clay. KD and Steph Curry, six Hall of Famers, will be dueling, duking it out in the NBA Finals. That is the way it's supposed to be. Houston, you did your thing. You pushed them to seven games, but it doesn't mean shit. Boston, you did your thing. You pushed them to seven games, but at the end of the day, as gallant of an effort as the young guns from Boston put up, it don't mean shit. See, I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, as I told you earlier, we got a great interview coming up. Regina Hall, you've seen her in so many movies, starting with Scary Movie. She was in all the Scary Movies. It was like Scary Movie parts one through seven. She was just in a huge monster hit last summer, Girls Trip. It was her, it was Queen Latifah, it was Jada Pinkett. And it was Tiffany Haddish, loving basketball, the best man, and so on and so on and so on. The thing that I love about Regina Hall, she's such a versatile actress. She's funny as shit. As you first saw in the scary movie franchise, she played a more straight, sort of comedic version, uh, comedic role in Girls' Trip. She's just dope. She's been doing it for 20 years. OG Regina Hall is coming on the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, and it's like actor's studio status. We're talking about black Hollywood. We're talking about the greatness of Denzel Washington. We're talking about the greatness of Wood Harris. Different films, how she approaches a script, how she approaches a scene. Trust me, if you like movies and television, you do not want to miss my conversation with the great OG Regina Hall coming up later in the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Now, I hope everybody had a safe Memorial Day weekend. I um, hope everybody enjoyed themselves. hope everybody was able to take a, uh, a little break and decompress. Now, I'm going to be honest the NBA playoffs took away from some of my decompression time. Okay? But I enjoyed myself. I was in the desert, I was uh, schwitzing in the, the hot, warm air of the desert. Stayed out of the sun, uh, went to the steam room, was in the jacuzzi, was in the pool, was drinking lattes, the whole deal. I needed it. Hadn't had a couple of days off since the beginning of the year. It's right. Fucking gringo man dingo working 24-7, 365. Yet we don't stop. Yet we don't stop. I told you yesterday was a combustible. Right after game seven, Boston Versus Cleveland. It was a combustible emergency podcast. Some of you might feel like you were left out. Do not live in FOMO. Download the I Am Rappaport app. It's free. Sign up for premium podcasting. two ninety nine dollars a month. Do not live in fear of missing out. A.K.A. FOMO. Two ninety nine, dollars And I got a little message. A guy on Instagram threatened me. I don't remember your name. I didn't save it. I was polite uh, in your response when you threatened me, and then I thought about it, and I said, nah, I don't feel comfortable with what you said. I had some prick, and this guy says he's a day-one listener. I said, Mike Rapp, I'm a day-one listener, but if you mention the app and premium podcasting again, I'm, I'm out. Well, listen to me, fucko. You listen to me, fucko. I don't negotiate with terrorists. You understand me, fucko? I don't negotiate with fucking terrorists. That's a threat. If I mention the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast app on the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, you're out? Well, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Don't listen again. Take a fucking walk. Beat it. I mentioned it. I am it again. Premium podcasting, 2 dollars a month. You get emergency episodes. You get emergency short films. You get all access to all the previous episodes only for $2.99 a month. You can't even buy a slice of fucking pizza for $2.99 anymore, but you get all the podcasting, all the emergency episodes, all the special shit that we have on there for $2.99 a month. Now, you got a problem with me mentioning the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast app? Fucko, huh? If you left, let me know, cause I'm gonna blow you up and put you on the shame game with me and Dean Collins, A.K.A. the Young Shooter, threatening me, telling me what I should talk about and what I shouldn't talk about on the fucking I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. I, you fuck you, and the Gringo Man Dingo. I and the Jake Lamada of podcasting. I give you 15 rounds of hard body karate, blood, sweat. And tears every single time I pick up the fucking microphone. Same with G. Moody. Same with the Dust Brothers. Fucking animal. And the reason why I even started talking about safety during Memorial Day weekend, because some guy, and guess what? Guess guess which one of the 50 states? Florida. Now, I'm not going to make light of this. Okay? Okay? Because someone did die, but somebody walked into a Little Caesars pizza parlor wearing a scary ghoul mask, and somebody got killed. Listen, you don't want to walk into a Little Caesars pizza parlor after hours with a fucking mask on, okay? Things might not end well for you, and they didn't end well for this asshole creeping into the Little Caesars pizza place late night. Scaring the shit out of people. No, it's Florida. There's been shootings all over the country. Let's not forget that just a few months ago, somebody came into a Waffle House and killed people. You don't walk into pizza parlors 3, 4, 2 a.m. in the morning with a mask on. The person who killed him, shot him, had a permit for the weapon. No charges, no nothing. Scared the shit out of the guy. Seemed like he was going to rob the place. Had a pointy mask with pointy ears and sinister eyes. Sorry, asshole. I don't know what the fuck you think this is. Uh, But this ain't the day and age to be doing that type of shit, especially on the late night creep. I'm going to rattle off a couple other things that happened over the weekend that that were just outrageous. And I already did a video for this. It's on my Instagram. But some woman was at a pool with her kids and she videotaped another woman in a public pool not a private pool not the privacy of her own home a public pool go to the ledge of the pool with several kids in the pool this is a heavyset woman I don't care that she's heavyset I'm going to refer to her as an animal because of what she did not because she's heavyset okay? there's no crowds around me when I walk around shirtless I don't insult people's looks unless they insult mine. You insult my looks, I insult your looks. You know my personal policy. But the reason why I'm calling this woman a beast, a savage, is because she went to the edge of the pool and started shaving her legs. Public shaving of her legs in a public pool. Disgusting. Disgusting, you filthy wildebeest pig you, you savage, she was shaving her legs, and you know how when you're shaving, whether you're shaving your beard or your legs, when the razor gets full of hair and you need to clean it and dab it, you usually dab it in the sink or dab it in the shower, like 99.9% of the other people in the world, this pig, this animal, dabbed her her, her razor in the pool, that's how she was cleaning it, and continued to shave and bathe in a public pool, unacceptable, and the kids, they're, they're not paying attention, they don't know what this wildebeest is doing, the adults are sitting there, dumbfounded, no one said anything, I saw the video, of course I had to, I yellow her, I, I don't know how you react to this shit, in this day and age, if you do that, uh, am I being mean, is it—is it, are you uh, harassing, are you judging, I am going to be honest, I am judging, you're a slob. You're shaving your legs in a public pool. That's judgment. I know it, and I have no problem with that is what is actually in my heart. Imagine your kids are in that pool. They're swimming around with the hair and the shaving cream and all the germs from this this, this hyena who's deciding to shave her legs and her body in public. Rudy Giuliani. And his weird teeth. I don't know if he's got veneers or he's got like a whole fake set of teeth. He went to a Yankee game. You know, he's a big time Yankee fan. uh, For his 74th birthday. Which is the same day as Memorial Day. May 28th. And he got booed. In the Bronx. In New York. By New Yorkers. New York stand up. Okay. Donald Trump. Has not been to a Yankee game. Donald Trump hasn't been to a Knick game. Donald Trump hasn't been to a public appearance in New York since he got elected. Because he knows what time it is. He'll get booed in his own city. Unprecedented behavior. Rudy, you're whacked out of your fucking tree. You showed up to a Yankees game on your birthday. You, shot, you thought shit was sweet. And you got booed publicly. And that ain't fake nudes. Look at the multiple tapes. No one cheered. No one likes Rudy G. Crooked Rudy. As you know, I am a star on Instagram, okay? I spend way too much time on my phone, way too much time on social media. <clears throat> but I am a star. I'm a star in real life, a star in podcasting, I'm a star in social media. Um, I'm going to warn you. This phone behavior, too much phone, they got a thing called Technic. It's a real thing. Chiropractors' business is booming. People are coming in there in droves. My neck hurts. My neck hurts. My neck hurts. And they are literally calling it tech neck. I know I have it. Look down at your phone. Spending too much time on your phone. And you're always perched down. The evolution of man. We're going to turn back into gorillas. If we don't straighten up. One of the things I'm getting sick. And tired of doing. Sick and tired of seeing on Instagram is the fucking the fake motivational speakers, the fake positivity, the fake gurus of hope and light. Listen, if I'm if, if I'm down and I'm looking for a way out, I'm not gonna go to some uh uh you know stripper uh who's got a broken heart who's kicking things with like uh, about love like be with someone who feels like home. Also, be with someone that feels like home to those who love you. Listen, if you were so smart in the first place, sweetheart, sugar tits, okay? If you had it all figured out with love and life, you'd be tweeting pictures of your beautiful husband or your beautiful wife and your beautiful kids, okay? Obviously, you're suffering from a broken heart, but I'm not going to turn to you from some fucking for some advice. You're the last fucking person. You're alone on your phone. No disrespect to being alone on your phone. I'm alone and on my phone all the time, but I'm not trying to tell people, uh, this is what you need to do. Yo, it's Monday. Get out there and do the damn thing. Stay positive, people. Stay stay focused, people. Focus your energy, people. And on Thursday, if you haven't done shit uh, with Tuesday and Wednesday, still stay focused because it's the weekend. And you know what the weekend is for? The weekend is for going fucking nuts, taking some K2, and you can make it up next month. All this fake positivity from fake gurus and, and, and love doctors. I don't want to hear it. If I want some love advice, I'll call Dr. Phil or Dr. Drew or one of these other scam artists. No disrespect to Dr. Joe. No disrespect to Dr. Drew, but you know what I'm saying. Now, on this here, I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, we are not doing an official Sick Fuck of the Week segment, but this is another thing that happened over Memorial Day weekend in Portland, Oregon. Two police officers saw a guy named Timothy John Wilson. And if anybody looks like a sick fuck, Timothy John Wilson of Portland, Oregon, looks like a sick fuck 24-7, 365. He looks whacked out of his tree. Two police officers were in a public bathroom. They heard some sounds under the toilet stall. Lo and behold, this sick fuck, Timothy John Wilson... Was in the stall choking his chicken. Police officer said, well, what the fuck are you doing? They gained a view of the guy. So he had uh, his loaf in hand. Arrested him, yada, yada, yada. This sick fuck is saying that the police officers violated his privacy and his civil rights. Sorry, asshole. Sorry, The toilet stalls are for taking a leak or dropping a deuce, not for choking your chicken. You're lucky I don't have a sick fuck of the week segment going right now. You're lucky. Unacceptable. Unacceptable on a holiday weekend. Unacceptable on a regular weekend. Unacceptable any day of the week. This is the type of shit that's going to be going on more often in Starbucks public bathrooms. I was in a Starbucks the other day guy had no drink on his table sleeping at the table knocked out white dude sleeping at the table kind of clean-cut looking dude laid up on his table like he was in the back of a seventh grade science class remember that when you be in the back of a seventh grade science class you catch a little a little schluff you know what a schluff is schluff is Yiddish for a little uh, a little nap this guy was in Starbucks. He just went there to take a fucking nap. I was in Palm Springs, about 101 degrees. He, he he went there. He's like, fuck it. I'm not getting a drink. I'm not doing anything. This is a place to chill and to hang out and to nap. Nobody said a word to this fucking guy. Ridiculous. You're going to have guys in there napping. You're going to have guys in the bathroom choking, their chickens going forward in Starbucks. And I'm a fan of Starbucks. Ice vanilla soy latte or ice vanilla Almond milk latte every day. I don't know what to do. I'm torn. I'm scared. I'm nervous. There's going to be shenanigans. There's going to be altercations. There's going to be all kinds of shit happening at Starbucks. Mark my words. Like I said, Starbucks, you you, uh, want to make public bathrooms? Make homeless shelters. Make homeless shelters all across the country. As frequently as you make Starbucks, End of, the, end of the problem. In the homeless shelter, you'll solve, you should give them free Starbucks. You should have public bathrooms and give them free coffee. And, and, and I'm not making light of homelessness. It breaks my heart. But one does not have to do with the other. And a, and, a, and a coffee shop is not a homeless shelter. And that's what they're turning into. And that's not me being disrespectful at all. About the homeless because it's a serious problem. It's a a real problem. And it's not just adults that we see. It's little kids, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. I'm very aware of that. But making Starbucks public bathrooms for anybody and everybody, whether you pay or not, isn't the way to resolve the problem that happened in Philadelphia. I believe earlier in the show, I mentioned K2. Well, there's a uh, bad batch of K2 going uh, around throughout the five boroughs of New York City. There's been 49-plus uh, overdoses in Manhattan because of that synthetic, uh, that oo that that Maui-Waui, those gray skies of that K2. Listen, in this day and age, you want to get fucked up? Get yourself some weed. You want to get fucked up? Drink a couple of beers. The K2... Is not the way That synthetic is never the way And if you're in the five boroughs This happened right there in Brooklyn On Bushwick Avenue Not too far away from G. Moody Last name rhymes with duty Where he grew up in the Brownsville section Of Brooklyn People are dropping like fucking flies The heat is coming And people are still fucking with that K2 That Maui Waui Get off that K2 There's a bad batch going around the five boroughs I know some Iron Rap Stereo podcast fans like to dip their toes in those gray skies. I'm not judging you. I'm here to support you. I don't recommend it. Get yourself some of that brown. Get yourself some weed. Don't fuck with that synthetic. It doesn't work out. Public drinking, public smoking usually doesn't work out. On an American Airlines flight, We've been talking about this all of 2018. Last year was sexual assaults on farm animals. This year, the unfriendly skies have taken over. The other day, a guy who was clearly drunk on a short flight. I'm not fact checking. I don't know where it was from, but it wasn't a cross country flight. It was like from Nevada to Ohio, I think. Started talking shit to the steward. The flight attendant, the guy was like, I'm not giving you any more beers. You're fucked up. Guy started talking greasy to the flight attendant. The flight attendant was being nice. Next thing you know, in the next part of the video, the guy who was drunk with his sunglasses on, who they refused to give beer to, the flight attendant, he said to the flight attendant at one point, what are you, my bartender? He said, on the flight, yes, I am your bartender. No more beer for you. Cut him off, 86 this fuck. 15 seconds later, another videotape. This guy's in a brawl, in the air, in the friendly skies with his friend, I think. Him and his friend got into it. Now this asshole, 20 years in jail. He faces 20 years in jail. Now I don't think he should do 20 years in jail. But people think that when you're on a plane, it's like being in a park. It's not. There's different rules and regulations. You're up there fighting dudes, scaring passengers. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. Sit your fucking ass down. This is why I have no problem with the flight attendants and the marshals duct-taping your ass while the flight is in air. If you're acting crazy and you don't comply, duct-tape these fucks. Obviously, uh, there, there has to be order. You can't just go around duct-taping anybody. But if someone's being belligerent and they're getting into a fight, we're not, we're not landing the flight. I have a meeting. I need to make it to my meeting. We're duct-taping you to the chair. You're the last one off the plane. I'm going to get to my meeting on time, and then we're sending your ass to prison and let the judge figure it out. That's how I see things. This asshole's now facing 20 years in jail for everything that went down on that flight. All right, as I mentioned over and over and over, the finals are starting Thursday. Before the finals, Thursday evening, before game one, I am hosting a question-and-answer NBA Finals trivia game where you can win cash from your couch. It's easy. I've played it before. That's why I got involved. This app is called Swag IQ. Okay, download Swag IQ now and be ready to play with me Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, where you can win money, real money. You can win $3,000 by answering NBA-themed trivia questions. You think you know the answers? You can try to cheat. You can do whatever you want. Okay? You're at home. I'm asking the questions. The winner walks away with cash in hand. Swag IQ is better than other trivia out, trivia apps out there because you can rejoin the game if you miss one question. I'm going to be rattling off the questions. You're going to answer them. You can keep playing for swag bucks even if you're eliminated from the grand prize. Okay, that means they're giving they're giving money away, not just to one person, to multiple people. There's only 10 questions, so your odds of winning are higher. Swagbucks.com has already given away 250 million in cash and free gift cards to their members. The young shooter is obsessed with this app. That's how I found out about it. I'm doing all NBA Thursday before game one, 8 p.m. Eastern. Swag IQ airs 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, live. It's going down, okay? Sunday through Friday and is available in the United States and Canada. Download the Swag IQ app today and play. I will see you. I will be hosting it this Thursday before game one. I love the Pusha T record. I love the production. Of course, Kanye West produced the record. Uh, I like Pusha T. It's very, very... It's just grimy, grimy production. Seven songs, uh, 21 minutes, which uh, I was complaining about at first, um, and apparently seven songs, 21 minutes, is uh, enough to be considered an album and to be nominated for a Grammy, although I think uh, in my days, we call that a fucking maxi single or a mixtape. Nonetheless, the record is dope. Uh, uh, The production is dope by Kanye. Uh, Me and G. Moody disagreed on the outcome of the Drake, Pusha T, quote-unquote beef, uh, on yesterday's very hot and heavy argumentative I Am Rap Report Stereo podcast. But you should check out the record uh, if you're a fan of hip-hop. And uh, it's going to be interesting because so many uh people's response to the record... Uh, was in regards to Kanye's production and it has nothing to do with whether they like it or not. It has to do with him. And if he does, in fact, release a Nas record, I, like I said before, I said this before, I hope it doesn't interfere uh, uh, with Nas's sales because people are not happy with Kanye West uh, and all his bullshit as of recent. Um, people still talking shit about the Patriots. Listen, I don't like Boston sports. Never have, never will. Yes, I did rent the Boston Celtics for two weeks. Yes, I did not sleep the night they lost to Cleveland in Game 7 in Boston. I was hurt. Yes, I love Jason Tatum. Yes, I love Jalen Brown. Yes, Kyrie Irving, the whole deal, my man Scalabrini. But I'm not a real Boston Celtics fan. I wanted them to beat the shit out of Cleveland. Okay? I don't know why the offseason, every single offseason... Of the NFL, there's more bullshit about the Patriots. Now, I am a big football fan. I'm not the biggest football fan. But former New England Patriots defensive end Cassius Marsh, who's good. Seen him play. Ain't no uh, Hall of Famer, ain't no All-Pro. He came out talking shit about the Patriots. He's He got traded or dropped or cut, cut and traded. Uh, he's now with the 49ers talking shit about the Patriots, saying they don't have fun there. There's nothing about it that's fun. There's nothing about it that's happy. I didn't enjoy any of my time there. You know what I'm saying? It made me for the first time think about not playing football because I hated playing there so much. Then you're not about that life, Duke. You have the privilege of playing professional football for the best team in the world. I can't stand these motherfuckers. You're complaining and talking shit. You're lucky to be in the NFL. Maybe maybe you don't have the grit. Yeah, they say that Belichick's a pain in the ass. Yeah, they say that Gronkowski uh, 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 can't stand him and Tom Brady might be fed up. But you you don't hear them actually say, these are all rumors. Again, I can't stand the fucking Patriots, but I respect them. Cassius Marsh, maybe you were never about that life. Danny, Danny Amendola's popping shit saying, be free, be happy. They got the best of you. They got the best of you. You, you. You'll never do what you did with the Patriots on any other team, Danny Amendola. And I like you. I fucks with you. This guy's talking shit like, uh, you know, they, they were in some sort of a uh, slave camp. So what? It's not fun and games. You're winning, right? Shut the fuck up. Listen. What more can I say? I told you this was going to be a dope ass interview okay I promise you this is going to be a dope ass interview coming up if you don't know her name you know her face okay you're going to want to listen it's all acting everything this is about the inner workings of what it's like to be an actor the process of being an actor this is fun conversation the greatness of other actors the highs and lows of being even a successful actor someone like Regina Hall. she's been in mega 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 hits Scary movie, these movies made millions and millions of dollars Girl's Trip, biggest blockbuster of last summer She's breaking down the highs, the lows, the reality of everything In her career that I could squeeze out On One I Am Rap Report Stereo Podcast Coming up next I'm so excited about having her on the show I've been a fan, we never even met in real life Coming up next Let's get something nice. Let's get something pretty. Let's get something funny. Let me get something, something smooth. For OG, Regina Hall on the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. All right. Give me a test, test. Test, test, get test. A te- test, 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 test. Test, test, test. All right. <laughs> Regina Hall, OG. Now you're an OG. I'm
1: an OG. It's true. You're a fucking OG. <laughs>
0: Regina Hall... Thank you for coming on the Iron Rap Stereo Podcast. I don't think we've ever met. I you don't. Know,
1: we have met. But when, when
0: did we? I don't. When we, we, in passing? In
1: passing. Do
0: you passing. remember?
1: Well, I remember because I was a fan of your work. I wasn't. I wasn't working yet, so you know it would. You know how you meet a lot of people. There's yeah. no way to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you were very sweet, and we met very much in passing. And I was like, I love Michael Rapper. in New York. He's so dope in in New York
0: before you were like yes. popping off.
1: Yes, before. All
0: right, that's good. At least, at least it was a it was good because because I, I I know that kind of meeting is different than oh I met you at the blah 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 yeah, premiere. Yeah. No, All right, that's good. Yeah. Thank God. We
1: didn't meet. What I did was I was it was a it was a fan meeting. I got you. You know what I mean.
0: I got you. Well, I'm a fan, um, thank and now you. we've I'm but, a fan. But we, it's funny because we we've never met. But you know, like you know, we have so many people in common. Worked with so many people in common. Um, and I've been a fan of yours for a long time. I think you know, obviously, I saw you in the best man um and but I remember seeing you in scary movie <laughs> and and it was such an interesting like your comedy in that movie was so I, I I feel like it was ahead of its time for a for a girl because you're not like a normal comedic actress, especially at that time. like your comedy was just sort of deadpan. The comedy in that movie was kind of ahead of its time. You know what I mean? And yeah,
1: definitely. Because you know, a lot of people were like, "I was like, you know, that." What some people were like, "Oh, I love Brenda," and realizing what really Brenda was was a stereo. She was a, a stereotype of the of what we see in you know in like horror movies. So we took everything a little bit far, and you know, we had Keenan, so that made it. You know, that helped a lot. But it was a, that was a fun movie to make because I loved Anna too. I love Anna Ferris. She's
0: funny. She, that was kind of both of your sort of that, breakthrough yeah. things. And you were both unique uh, uh, comedic performances. They were both u- unique comedic performances. Yeah. And it was a big fucking movie.
1: I know. But when we made it, nobody thought it was going to be big. So, like, we didn't have a studio person bothering us. Nobody was there. It was just kind of like, oh, they're doing a movie. I mean... They thought it'd be good, but it was never anticipated to be summer release. That was after testing. Right, and things changed. Was it, was that a Miramax movie? I was Mir- That was Dimension.
0: Dimension, which was the other the, Weinstein yeah, the
1: brother. All right, so
0: you've done so much shit. Like I, I, you know, I usually don't fact check for the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, but you've done so <laughs> many movies: Paid in Full, Love and Basketball, Scary Movie, First Sunday. Uh, law-abiding citizen, death at a funeral. I mean, think like a man. Of course, you did. Just did "Girlship," which was a huge, huge fucking hit. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just let me just like rattle off questions first. Like uh, um, with the best man, you played Candy. Mm-hmm. Now I rewatched that scene. <laughs> How do you get a party? You play it like you you play a stripper. Like you show up at at, at this bachelor party. Do you have to, like, go in there and, and dance in it?
1: So, you know, for the first audition, the first auditions we did for the movie, we didn't have to dance. We had to act. We had to do the scenes. There was another scene in there that got cut out the movie. But they we were had, like,
0: yeah, we're going to make them think that it's just... Yeah,
1: yeah. So we we go and we audition, and then once they narrowed it down to, like, the five girls, we had to dance. But and I, you had to come back and dance? We had to come back, and then the audition was just dancing. But I'm not a dancer, and I was like, I can't. I mean, the stripper. And, you know, I was a little self-conscious because... I didn't feel like I had like you know candy was supposed to be the main attraction so I didn't feel like I had enough body right you know what I mean because it was like so we I go do it and I do the dance and I was um, drinking I drank some alize because I was like that helped me dance to
0: get to get loose
1: and I had a my friend from my acting class was like listen she used to strip. She said, just turn around and just you know, smack your ass. That's all you got to do. I was like, that's it. She's like, that's it. I promise. I get in the audition and I see girls doing routines in the waiting room. Because you know back then when they don't care if you see each other, they don't right. care if you hear each other. I was like, oh my goodness, I don't have a routine. I go in, do my audition. I turn around, I get a chair, and I just start. That's all I do. And then I remember the, the producer cut the tape off and he said, um, okay, can you do anything else? And I was like, yes. Thank you, and then I just I got my jacket and I left.
0: Because you thought like you you weren't going to get it,
1: and and I and you know what I was so fine with it because I hadn't gotten so I hadn't gotten anything before. I was right. like, oh, my agents will be you. They won't even think about it. They'll just right. be like, they'll be happy I got close.
0: What kind of auditioner you Are you because as an actor, it's like being an actor on a film set or being an actor on a television set or being an actor who's actually cast in a play. Being a cast actor. And the skills that that take are totally different than auditioning.
1: Absolutely,
0: and, and and a lot of you know young actors they don't know that and they don't get it. Like I, I have some friends who suck at auditioning, and have always
1: and are amazing actors, right? Yeah,
0: and but they just can't they can't get the parts because they, they the the nerves. It's such a the the nerves and the pressure and like I used to feel like now when I go into an audition, like I I treat it like it's my time. And it took me a long time to even have that confidence where I'll go, oh, I'm gonna start again, where I sort of like, if I have to audition, I'm gonna fucking like I'm gonna you treat it like it. a set. You
1: own it, yes.
0: But it takes years to get that confidence. What were you a good auditioner or were you a nervous auditioner? Because you're sort of zero like when I see you like in interviews and when I see you like, you know, <laughs> regular, like you're you're neutral is neutral. Right. But then when I see you in like a scary movie, I'm like, you're like fucking out there. You know what I mean? Like what, yeah. what is your like your auditioning like mentality?
1: Well, you know, when I did, um, for example, Scary Movie or all of them, when I audition, I feel like I, I really feel like the character. I'm a little shyer, like Regina's shyer. Right, in real life. In real life, you know what I mean? Like I'm a little shyer, a little more um, like, um, you know, subdued. But if I'm in character, then I'm not.
0: You'll treat, so you get in the head of the character?
1: Yeah, because once I go over it, you know, at home, I, you know, I would be like, what's her hair like? Yeah, I start her clothes. Like I could figure out the person and then and then you know listen sometimes I've had just some really bad auditions I mean where I've just, and and I thought I was good you know what <laughs> what I mean there's nothing worse than auditioning like I killed it and they're like it's not going any further but yeah I, think, I know it's yeah up. but I think um it you know it's gotten better I mean I auditioned for you know a long time before I worked my first I used to get freaked out if I saw somebody famous too Auditioning. Oh yeah, because I'd be like, Oh, they're gonna get it. Why am I even here? Yeah. Like if I saw somebody walked in the room that I had seen on television, it could have been under five. I I'd got like, you. You know what I mean? So But that, you just
0: recognize them.
1: <laughs> I would get in my head and be like, I'm not gonna get it.
0: Do you like I,
1: I I mean, at times
0: now I still have to audition or I'll choose to audition. And it feels like show business and success, it's like at one point like you know, in the '90s, early 2000s, it was like, "Oh, I did this, I did that, I have my quote, make an offer." Now it's like, "Listen, motherfucker, we're gonna give you what we're gonna, we want to give you. We don't give a fuck, and if you don't take it, you know." Well, so, the
1: business has changed. I mean, even in terms of like um the respect for a body of work, they don't give I a mean? fuck. Yeah, like I see, like I see actors, and and you'd be one of them who I I would be like just on, just based on what they do. I'm like, we'll be lucky to get them. Cause I'm like, nobody's going to do it as good. And then, you know, there's a stuff that you learn about being, there's stuff when, from working that to me, it's going to supersede heat any day. Some people, you know, yeah, I can edit them, but that doesn't mean I can edit them and make them great, but it doesn't mean, you know, that they're going to be as I'm, and I'm talking about in a purest way, you know mm. what I mean, from an art form as, you know, somebody else. But, you know, it's changed because now it feels like it's so much more money based, I guess. Yeah. And, and I
0: feel like, you know, there there's the film business is fucked. Yeah. You know, even television, it, it's just different. I haven't really got a handle on it, but it's just different um, in terms of the way they treat actors um, oh, yeah. And and the amount of jobs and I don't know it's like they don't look at a body of work and then some people are like well I saw that but I have and I'm like you know like with you like there's certain things that you've done like certain things that we know Regina Hall is good at and then like for me like I'm like listen I'll audition but like I'm not auditioning for a New York cop I'm not auditioning right. for like, <laughs> like like you, you, you either me or fifty other New York but I'm not coming in audition I, for a fucking New York cop no
1: no nor nor should anybody have the audacity to ask you that. I want to
0: make them yeah. audition. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, because when I do it, I, I have such resentment. Like, I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, oh, do know. some push ups. Let me see I, you, <laughs> who you audition for me. I know. Like, what
1: the fuck have no, you done? No, I had somebody who wanted me to audition, and I was like, well, they've never directed. I should see. I should ask them to put a shot list together. Right. Why am I? But y'all, you know, it is, and there's, and like, I look and I go, the brain, the brain should automatically go, oh yeah, Michael Rapper Boy, he'll kill this. Like, you know what I mean? It's like I think they, I think it's a power thing. They do it because they can. Sometimes.
0: Yeah, they do it because they can, and I think it's their insecurities.
1: I think so too. Because
0: you know, like a really dope director. I'm just making sure this is on. Like, I think like the best directors. You know, sometimes they might make you audition. Sometimes they they might not. But I think like. You know, like if you're with somebody that, that really is in tune with what they're doing, they're going to know who they want to do it.
1: So the vision is there. You know, it's so funny because I did the, went to the Austin Film Festival for a movie I had in there. And I met um, Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. And I had seen Phantom Thread. And what I had loved about that movie so much, and you can tell me what, what you think about this if you saw it, was... I loved it. The, oh, I loved it. was the, the time that they... I felt like it was allowing an actor to give a performance
0: completely.
1: And I was That's
0: a good fucking movie.
1: It's a it's it's like the space to You know, I was like, "Wow, what it would be to be able to act as opposed to you're doing something, they edit it, and you're like, wow, that was an amazing moment you just had. Like, you, just to see that and to see a director do that, and the woman, I can't think of her name, who, you know... Yes. I loved her so much. I loved the... I mean, I love Daniel Day-Lewis, but I just really felt like, wow, it's so nice when you get to see an actor's piece. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, and, and and he's obviously... Yeah, well... He's on, like, the top of his shit, and, like, it's a clear vision. Like, he writes it... You know, the sets, the the wardrobe, yes. the music.
1: The detail. Yeah.
0: Everything in that movie was, I mean, it's a bugged out movie. <laughs> it's kind of a bugged out movie. It is. What else have you seen? Uh, or what was the last movie you saw that you thought was dope? That you well, got excited about besides Phantom? Because that, that'd probably be like, besides, like I've been watching these documentaries that are fucking nuts on Netflix. Um, watch but, Wild Wild Country? Love that shit. <laughs> I had the two directors here on the podcast. You did. Did you love it? I loved it. It
1: was it was I had them both here. I was bugging off of that shit. It was crazy because I was like, my friend said you gotta watch Wild Wild Country. And I was like, what is it? And she's like, just turn it on. And then kind of we had talked about her history. And then when I looked at when I looked at that, and it was a six-parter, and what happens is I was like, why'd I start looking at this at nine o'clock? I gotta get up in the morning. I was mad that I couldn't binge it and all, all at once, but I did it over two days, but it was Deep man, it was it was a complex. It was a lot of things.
0: It was deep and bugged out.
1: It was, oh, listen. The fact that they had a plan. I, I just what they. I can't. That's my this dog. Is so cute. Yeah,
0: he's sleeping.
1: This is so. Zeus, See, I am
0: Rapper Stereo Podcast News Dog.
1: Let me tell you something. Zeus snored like an engine. That's why this sound is so beautiful. Um, it just just. I mean Sheila. I mean the whole thing. I was just. Do you
0: think Sheila's nuts? Do you think she's a master? A ma- like
1: what did you? What was your takeaway from Sheila? I, I, you know what, Sheila? You know I like the white girl who stood by Sheila's side who came back. She was. She was so dope to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she had a lot of levels. Yeah, yeah, I she, felt like her commitment was always real. Mm-hmm. Sheila, had, she was definitely controlling and manipulative in her way. Like, yeah. You know, my friend was like, "Oh, she just loved him so deeply." And I was like, "Did she or was there a little bit of like loving the idea that the guy who was the that guy loved her and she, you know that their stuff was sacred?"
0: She treated it like a business. That's how I felt. That, that's what the dudes that, that you got to listen to cuz if you like I had them on, I fucking they gave me the whole thing. So they the end game of what they told me is like she treated that whole thing like she was the business person. Like she was like her his like the general manager, and like we're doing whatever we need to do for the team. Right. Have you seen this this other one called Evil Genius? It's brand new. No, I gotta watch it's, it. it. I don't want to say it's better or it's the same type of shit. It's the same dudes, the Duplass brothers. Fucking, oh, bug. I have
1: to give me the documentary. The, 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 the Let me tell you, a documentary can get me so good. A good documentary where I'm so drawn in. I, people sleep on documentaries way too much. I
0: think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But evil geniuses like you're That's gonna watch. That's gonna be tonight. Start it, and the first ten minutes you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" That's gonna be tonight. Because me and my wife started watching. No, I started watching. She's like, "I'm gonna go upstairs. I don't want to get involved with another one of these." She came down like it was twelve minutes because I paused it. It said twelve minutes. I was like, "Yo, we're gonna start this shit again." Because and I love when you don't have to. There's no like, wait for episode three. Like oh, no, I need the shit best. to be on no, and it's popping. The best. Off the top. It's
1: like your brain gets fed immediately. You know when that's what I love. And you're
0: sucked in. You're like, I'm ready for haul. Let the me long ask you roll. this
1: though. Did you watch The Assassination of Gianni Versace?
0: I did it. Is it good?
1: I want you to watch that. Okay. I thought, and now that you can watch it and you don't have to wait each week, I thought it was great. Okay. Darkest Hour in terms of movies. I, I thought he was a beast. Yes. I cried. Yeah. You know why I cried during that movie? I never thought about I don't you know history is history you don't necessarily think about a moment that you're not in but I thought about Winston Churchill and what it took when he said we we can't compromise with this man he's a mm. monster and I mm-hmm. thought
0: talking about Hitler
1: yes talking about Hitler and I thought what if he hadn't right you know like like the conviction that it took and he was an older man and you know for that to be that prime moment and I ju- I mean it, it it broke my heart mm. to think of Cause you don't, you know, you're not thinking about moments from, mm-hmm. you know, years ago. And I go, wow, like he was begging. He was begging countries, like right. we can't do this. Right. You know what I mean? And I was like, I just, I was like, I mean, are we do we I mean, I'm so grateful. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? The gratitude towards somebody who's like when he was like, we cannot compromise, and the war general was like, we we have to, and he was like, then what? Then this island is safe, but what about what he's doing? I just, I mean, it was too much. Yeah, space. it's a good movie. It's a good, and,
0: and and Gary Oldman is a motherfucker, and I mean, and the 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 makeup people and that oh shit, because homeboy gosh. disappeared.
1: He disappeared. Have
0: you ever done any stuff? Any any stuff where you had to like like prosthetics or any crazy? No, like, you've but done, like I little want silly them. stuff. But yes, like you've never stuff. done like no. full on like no. fat suits or. No. Totally disappear. Um, I want go to through, go through more movies. Paid in Full. Oh, yeah. Which is like a hood classic. <laughs> the crazy shit is, is the real people, Rich Porter and Alpo. Like, I was around all that shit. How
1: about this? So when I finished school, to pay my way through going to acting school, I had started teaching. I was a professor at the college in New Rochelle. Okay. And this, what year is this? Mm, this is... Let me see, 95, 96, okay. 96. So I'm at the College of New Rochelle. I always used to wear head wraps because I wanted everybody to be like, I didn't want any any, any of the students because I was only, I was 25. I didn't right. want my students to think of me as right. on their level. Right? right. So then, you know, cut to years later, I'm doing Payton Full and I meet Pat Porter. That porter went to that school. I knew her. She was a student. That's she's crazy. like you used to be so mean. And I was like no, I wasn't mean. I just couldn't really consort with the students cuz you know I'm But how about she remember. She's like you used to always be like my class is starting. Get out. So I ended up having a good conversation with her about
0: that whole story. That
1: whole story. And it was crazy that and I remembered her. As, I mean I remembered her as my, as you know one of the students in the school, but it was crazy that I was then playing her.
0: That's fucking nuts. And you had no idea. No idea. So, like, that movie's such an interesting movie because it's like, it's, I say a hood classic, an underground classic, but call it what it is, a hood classic. Nice. Like, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't have a big, um, it wasn't like a big box office no, thing. No, it didn't have a
1: big release. It was only 300 theaters.
0: And I gotta be honest, when I first saw it, my expectations were so high.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
0: Like, okay. I, 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 you know, because I was so around that, that shit. That was your world, yeah. Like, really, like, and I, you know, and I thought all the performances were dope, and Wood was dope, and Cameron was dope, and, was dope and Mackay yeah. was dope. And, they were. But I feel like that movie is a really good movie. Yeah, you know, I feel like maybe it was like my expectations, but like I knew Dame, I know Dame Dash since I'm fucking nine years old, so I know his struggles with it, and he was frustrated, and you shot some of it in Canada, and like, and I was like, oh, that's Canada, that's Harlem. So you
1: felt it because you were in that process, literally.
0: Like you know, I was in the rooftop, you know, like I was like I was around the shit, like like I would see them drive by. And Dame
1: Dame did Dame Dash did have some frustrations with the studio with everything. So yeah, you heard it, (laughs) you you experienced it, and then heard it about what was going on. So I'm sure for you, it was definitely like, let's see what they did. But, but when you make a movie like that, that sort of spans the
0: test of time and like people still love it and it's on Instagram and it'll be like, it's the 24th anniversary. <laughs> like the 20, like how, who, who the fuck is keeping track that it's, it's the 26th anniversary of pain and full. Like, um, like, It's it's a weird thing because you know that people certain people love that fucking movie, but then like Hollywood could give two shits about paying. Exactly. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes.
1: But I got to tell you, there's nothing like the feedback of the people. I agree. You know what I mean? Like Hollywood can love it, but like which is great. But when people come up to you and it's like ten years later, and and it's funny because you know it's really about the guys. But when I have people who love the scene because I'm boring too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why are you with me? Then I'm like, it, it is, you're like, wow, you feel like it, It, um, you know, it had an emotional effect on people. And right. that's The reason that we do what we do, right, more than anything is you're making statements in the work. So I was, I was, I was surprised because, I mean, I'll have people, I had somebody recently come up to me and they're like, you ace boogies, mom. And I had, you know, I'm not thinking about paid in full all the time. So... I was like, no, you must have me confused. And they're like, painful. And I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I wasn't <laughs> like, I even thinking. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about
0: it. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Uh, what, the, the actors in that film, like Wood Harris, I think he's such an underrated, underappreciated incredible, actor. Incredible actor. Such a unique actor. So unique. And and like has his own fucking vibe. And I love Mahershala Ali. Yeah, Mahershala. Mahershala Ali. But I'm like. Wood Harris should be getting some of this love because Wood is so and I've said this to Wood and I and I love them both it's not to compare them, but I'm like Wood is like he's like I'm so dope So dope so dope what, what like like one of the things I do on the on the podcast is like when I have basketball players uh they'll talk about other basketball players so so like somebody like Wood what do you take away that makes him such a good actor like what is it about him that you think is unique cuz like he he's somebody like I think like acting is so much of an energy. Like, we all have our energies when we're yeah. doing our thing. Whether yeah. it's De Niro energy, energy so Denzel true. energy, yeah. Christopher Walken energy, Wood Harris energy, um, your energy. Yeah. Everybody has an energy. Everybody. You know, he's got a, such a specific...
1: You know, Wood is... Um, Wood is so dope because what he does is... He's never... he's all Everything is always truth. But... What he doesn't do is go into the stereotype of what we think. So Woods, drug dealer, is going to be different because he's not going to. It's like whatever it is on paper, like Woods, going to bring what he does to it, and it's not going to be what you thought, but it's going to impact you, like he, you know, because he's got a subtlety. So even when Wood is being menacing, it's not going to be like. Ugh, it's just, it's different, you know. So the way he works into a character, and he's got like, you know, he's always present, and yet there's an aloofness, like he, I, he, he's like a. He's like a dichotomy, well, you know, and so you watch it, and you're like, when I watched him in, um, just listen, I loved when he played, um,
0: Jimi Hendrix. Jimi
1: Hendrix. That's the first time.
0: Not a great movie, but he killed that he shit. He
1: Killed it. The movie wasn't great, but I watched Wood, killed and it. I w- and he killed it. And so he creates these characters that have a different vibration than what I, you know, even what he did with, 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 um, in, in, in Paid in Full, you mm-hmm. know, as, uh, I, I, as Apple, I. You know, it wasn't like the drug dealer. No, I you know, know what I mean. There's so many subtleties and nuances to his work, and even when he just did the new edition story. Yeah, I, I, that motherfucker
0: is good. He man. just
1: elevates material. He, elevates material. he elevates material. He elevates material. He elevates
0: material, and I want to see him get the material that is as good as oh, him. Oh
1: my goodness! Because yeah. he
0: deserves it, he and, does. and 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 like we're friends, but I'm like, even like I'm I'm in such a, a respect of his talent, and in kind of an awe of his talent, like. As a friend, you know, we're friends, but, like, even when I had a little exchange with him in the New Edition movie, I'm like, this motherfucker's really good.
1: Yeah, he's really good. Like and you could
0: you could feel it, like, and I and I just, I'm such a fan of, oh, you know, of goodness, acting, like, when you're around people that are really good. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. Even when we did our little scene in the thing, you know, we just were like, we ended up improv it, you right. know what I mean? A lot of it is and, like, you know... You know, you got you're looking at him and you know, but you can't be looking at him cuz you got to be with him. You know, once you start acting, but you know, you're watching him create this character and then you're just in it and you know, he's I think he's always so present and in flow like everything is just it's not from like a thought. It is from a being.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. When what kind of actor do you see yourself as? Like, do you see yourself as a method actor? Like, I, I you know, I think that everybody has their own method. Mm-hmm. You know, then there's the method that everybody hears about. There's, you know, some actors that, you know, like, there's this intangible thing like Wood, another friend of mine dope fucking actor Benicio del Toro he's got like this kind yeah, of
1: del unique
0: like you know it's like you can't really oh, yeah. put your finger on it you know um uh, you know some people are more personality driven like i consider myself more personality driven mm-hmm. like you know i like i'm not like um a great technician. I don't consider myself a great technician, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like I, I'll, I attract to the emotions first. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'll like try. Well, like if I'm reading a script or, or like trying to understand a character, like I try to understand the emotions mm-hmm. of the character. Mm-hmm. When when you're going about like getting into a character, when you have something to sink your teeth mm-hmm. in, what are you trying to latch onto that mm-hmm. that makes sense for you? That sort of gets the puzzle figured out.
1: Gosh, that's so interesting. That's a great question. I don't ever ever even thought of it. I know for. I just did this uh, 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 indie film that that will be coming out in August called "Support the Girls," and that one in particular, or all of them, I should say. I've, I have to read something, and I read it until like it's um, until I just like I can kind of I start to physically see how the character sounds, talks, moves, walks, hair. Like I just I can, and then. There have been times where I've been like, damn, I don't see it yet. I get really scared.
0: Yeah, I hear you.
1: I'll be like, oh my goodness. I hope what you know, I'm shooting in a week. I don't have it. It's not in there. And then, you know, it'll click. But like, you know, I just it's like I just I can't even describe it, but I'll just know their little nuances. So uh-huh. I kind of, you know, like, and like what's going on, but I have to read it and I have to actually read the characters around them just as much. Uh. Cause I have to figure out the whole world.
0: Okay, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, the whole world of it. And that's like, interesting. Yeah,
0: because because I'm like you know I did a a flick with Woody Allen and he doesn't let you read I the whole script. Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. And you'll just get you'll just get your pages. Oh wow. You, you you know so if you're in forty pages you'll get forty pages. If you're in you know oh,
1: that's interesting. That's interesting. So you interesting.
0: like I didn't know what the fuck was going on in the movie. I just know my and I and and it's made me kind of be like well I don't really need to know what the fuck is going on. Like, so <laughs> so not well, that you I don't know read what? scripts. In now, real
1: life you don't.
0: I know. So, you so, don't know
1: what somebody else is going to yeah, say. Yeah, you don't do. have a
0: fucking clue. So, no. like, and, and, it, and it changed the way I look at things because I'm like, first of all, I don't need to read the whole fucking script. Oh, yeah. oh, now yeah. if I get something, I will, but like, you know, especially if I'm just auditioning and, I, you know. Well, if you're
1: just auditioning, yeah, that's different.
0: But but that's interesting that you said you have, for you, you have to understand it. Because, yeah,
1: because I have to see, I look at the whole world where that person fits and then I just, it's like I'll look and be like, I might read something else and be like, oh, she's sensitive. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and then I don't know, but it's like every time I read it, I'll see it differently. I got until you. Until it just, until it just opens into something else and it clicks. That's just what it takes to click.
0: Right. I know you And you, what you probably, mean.
1: you do the emotional part and that makes it click for you.
0: Yeah. I have to grab onto the emotion. Do you know so much more about, your personal skill level and when you're rocking when you're not rocking when you're offbeat, uh uh when you do a good take as opposed to 20 years ago when you started oh, like oh gosh yeah to talk, talk about that how much more in tune are you like almost like now i like it's fucked up but like i'll do a i'll do a take and be like that's good whereas you know before you're waiting for the director to be like that's good
1: oh, I'm telling yeah. you that's it's good so true you know so much more you're it's so i know so much more To the point where they may not know. I'll be like, that wasn't that good. We need to do it over. No, was fine. I was like, no, that wasn't fine. That Mm -hmm. didn't. But yeah, because you feel, you can feel, probably when you have no thought of it. You know, you notice you're your best when you are, you didn't even know what you just did. Like you just. Yeah. You're so present. But yeah, 20 years ago, yeah, I was very, listen, I didn't. It's 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 so crazy how there's a comfort level that changes so much. You're almost like I hope they like it. I hope they like it. Now you're like, do I like it? Yes. You know what I mean? Like did did that feel good to me or I think I need another one. Yeah. You know what I mean if you can get it. So, yeah, you 20 years, yes. I mean, it's not even the same.
0: And that whole like I, I mean, I literally have started doing that where I'll be like, that's good like or almost saying, "That's good, like we can move on." You yeah, know? Yeah, I'm
1: good with that. That's how I am too. And, and,
0: and do you, what is a good director to you? And how many times, you know, because people, like, it's a common question. Like, there's very few directors that have actually helped me. You know, like, where they, they, like, if you're struggling. I feel like, you know, there's been a few, but, like, what is a good director?
1: You know, I, the, the director I just worked with is a guy <laughs> named Andrew. You know what I loved about him? Is that he, 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 it's like he literally, there was a lot of trust. He trusted you? He trusted me a lot. Like, you know, he had a lot of ideas that he would, you know, before we started shooting that he would talk about and run by and be like, and I liked, I like rehearsal. You do? I do like rehearsal.
0: On the set, beforehand running lines?
1: I don't necessarily Well, if it's a comedy I don't want to run lines. Right. I just want to talk about it, right? I don't you know, I can be like okay cuz this scene, you know, because then I feel I don't like doing jokes over and over. They right, they right, lose right. their freshness for me, so right. I don't want to do it. And usually I don't like to run lines, but I like to discuss it. Okay. I like to you know what I mean and and with
0: the other actors or with the with the director or whoever whoever, whoever will, will listen. listen. Craft service. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'll be I'll be with the gaffers if right. I have to. But just whoever You know, I love the actors because sometimes you're sitting and you discover stuff where you're like, oh, that's great. You know, Mm -hmm. as opposed to just showing up on set. But um, he, you know, what was interesting about him is his suggestions were something I would have never thought of. But I'd be like. That's That's good. Yeah. I'd be like, that's really good. Okay, let's try it. And they're against what. I would have normally done in another thing. So like he would have me really lean away from emotion. Cause I he, got he'd you. be like, That's way sadder. So just I, so for him and then he allowed that. You know, he didn't tell me how to do it. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> it was just his take on things were and I loved that.
0: I got you. Because I think like, you know, if people don't understand like, you know, what a director does, I mean, and what's a good director? Uh, obviously, you'd like you mentioned Paul Thomas Anderson, that's like some other shit, Ooh, you know, when man. you're working with like, with like these masters. It's like you're you're
1: you're in a class at that point.
0: Yeah, you're in some other shit. You know, <laughs> like they're like you know they're like orchestra, or like it's like an oh orchestrator. You know, who's written yes. everything? He's fucking knows what you're. You know, you down to your 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 nail polish. Yeah. You know, like Quentin Tarantino, like these Scorsese, like you're gonna have your nails, and I want them shiny. You know, red, but but not too red. You know, like they have the fucking. You details. know, I was
1: watching Aviator again because I watch Aviator every time it comes on, and I was like, wow, Scorsese, it, it, that movie. I don't know, if it, and you have to watch, some movies you watch over and over again, and you go, I didn't even see that, mm-hmm. right? And the de- and sometimes a, a performance is so good, you don't know how good it is, because mm-hmm. it's so natural that you're like, dang, I didn't even realize how good it is, I, and until so you watch it over and over again. And the little, the details that were in that movie for me, I just, they never get old. No, he, he's on some other shit. He's on
0: some other shit. Scorsese's on some other shit. Even if the movie isn't the his The
1: Departed. He's no, he's on some other shit. Like he like is. He,
0: like the, like, the, like he's on some other and shit. And
1: that's where I feel like as an actor, boy, what a gift you have to be able to work with that level of artistry. It's gotta make you better. Of course. I mean, there's And I if mean, you could sink your teeth into some what? shit. What? Oh my, you can't. Like, I'm literally Paul Thomas Anderson lives not far from me. And I to, when I met him, I was like, I'm I'm stalking you. Just because I just was like, I, I just, I'm like, I want to talk to you about your stuff. And what you, you he saying. Oh, he's sweet. You know, that's the other thing too. He's he's like sweet and, you know, nice as fuck. That's, right. that's the crazy thing is that, you know, even with that body of work, he's just always like cool. He's like, yeah, we'll just, we'll go buy the cafe. You know, like right. he's that kind of dude. I don't even know if, he might not even know he's great. I, you know, He some, knows he's great. You think so? Fuck yeah, he knows yeah, he's great. He has to. There,
0: you have a, like an ego. Like you have to have an ego. Like I mean, he that writing those fucking scripts. Like them shits are two hundred. And
1: what's crazy about them is how vast they are. you yeah. know what I mean. And they're like,
0: like that. Uh, phantom oh, thread phantom shit. thread. Who?
1: What the fuck was that? And then Magnolia and Boogie. And Nights. then bo- they're all. And then and then there will be blood. They're all so different. And you're like, wow, that's the same. You know, but he also takes his time with them. Yes, you know what I mean. He takes his time. He yep. doesn't put them out like a factory.
0: Yeah, no. And he neither he, does Scorsese. He's an artist. He's an artist. What what directors we mentioned Scorsese? Uh, you know, Woody. Allen, what other directors like get like? You are like when and where? Like if they call when and where, I don't give a fuck who
1: it is, what it is, wow. part not big part. Like what other people get you hyped? Yeah, that you would do, and I. I mean, I like Steven Soderbergh. He does a lot of he's like, dope too. Incredibly interesting things. Um, um obviously I just said Paul Thomas Anderson I think he's phenomenal. Oh and not that I liked his last movie but he's unique to me. I do like Darren Aronofsky. I think he's I think he's really good. I just I I, I didn't see Mother. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know, but I, you know I like I liked I usually like his stuff cuz it's unique. I love the indie world. You yep. know what I mean? I feel like there's some amazing cuz I feel like they show up for that. Yes. Not to say that big fan fair isn't amazing. I mean, you know
0: I'm o uh, I am I do not fuck with the Marvel, the DC, none of it. Me personally. Yeah,
1: in terms of what I I'll, I'll be like, in it.
0: Right. If you wanna cast me, I'm ready to go. Right. I'll be ready to go. But it's re- not what you're gonna go see. No fucking way. I don't go capes. I don't yeah. do
1: fucking masks. I don't fuck with any of it. Oh, I, I like to see the I like to see pure work. I just get mesmerized and, you know. You know who else? Um, oh, I just saw something and I love him so well, listen, but I love the co I love, you know, uh uh Francis Ford Coppola. I mean, I think I But you mean, were just
0: about to say the Cohen brothers? Oh, I love the Cohen brothers. Were you just gonna say that or you no. say Fr- Cohen? Oh yeah,
1: but I do love the Cohen brothers. Yeah,
0: they're sick too.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, there's so many people who do so many things like that are that are like special, you know, where I will... And I love it when I watch a movie and I remember it. I just, you know what I mean? I just, you know, like it resonates. Like I'm telling you, I'm still over... I'm not over Darkest Hour yet because yeah. I... But I, and it may... You know what was interesting about that movie? It made me go read more about him.
0: Right. About Churchill.
1: About Churchill. I wanted to... Know, I want to... I mean, that man, you know, like what... A, I mean, like he was a gift to the... Like, that fight, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know what I mean. It's Mm -hmm. just, it just makes me think of, he put me in that moment in time.
0: I agree. Do you still go to the theaters or are you a screener person? Are you Netflix, uh, Apple TV? Like, because my going to the movie theater, I'm not proud of it. it. It's dropped a lot.
1: Let me tell you something. Mine's dropped a lot. I'll go every blue moon like- like I definitely for a quiet place, you know what I mean? Like, but it's, it's not often, or if I have a friend and I'm like, sometimes I just buy tickets, but I'm not, I was like, I see why they market, uh, 18 to 35. Cause uh, <laughs> all my friends and I, like, we aren't like we used to be. It used to be when something opened, I was there. I know. I was there every. I mean, all the time. Oh yeah, I, mean, I go listen, Friday. I mean, me, like special shit. I'm like, oh, like I, was, I know. And I was there for all yours. I was there for higher learning. <laughs> I was no, I was. That was a big thing. Like we'd be like, all right, we going to see it. Like you know, those were movie. Those were moments.
0: Right, right.
1: Which is so crazy to me, knowing you, knowing who you are, knowing like. Where your heart is and your passion for you to play that role that well, it's cr- it's like shocking.
0: You know what's crazy about that? It, it was it was uh, I mean it was a challenge. You know, of so course. as an actor and you're yeah. young, you're like, yo, I'm gonna get in my method shit and blah blah oh, blah blah. Oh blah, yeah. Blah. But the fucked up thing is, was very lonely because the set it wasn't like I don't want to use this word for anybody to take it out of context. But first of all, it's like. There was like I was sort of like by myself, and then there was like you know the rest of the skinheads. They were sort of doing their own <laughs> shit, and then it's like Omar and Regina and Busta Rhymes and, and Ice Cube. And I'm like I want to fucking go hang out with these motherfuckers, and I, I want to hang around with Busta Rhymes and shit. You know, these motherfuckers are smoking and shit. and Like I always remind Omar Epps. So I'm like he, I, he, I remember the first time I heard Nas's Illmatic. Oh yeah, he yeah, had yeah. a copy of it before it came out, and I remember walking by his trailer and I was like. What the fuck is that? And they were like, you know, like <laughs> we fucking talking to you, you skin. And I was like, yo, I know, you know, I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck are you oh, talking? I see. But, but, you know, it wasn't like it wasn't like people were... It was just, you know, we're all Y'all sort of were like... in
1: character. Yeah, sort of. So, you know? Yeah, so you were living it a little bit. Like, I'm living
0: it, but I'm like, I want to hear this Illmatic shit. I've heard a lot about well, this. Well, that's
1: what's so crazy to know, like anybody who knows you would know, or knows of you, that you would be listening to Illmatic. So for you to have to do that character, like me... I remember I went with my ex-boyfriend at the time, and we were like, damn, Mike Rappaport killed it. And he... Yeah, uh, it was Sadat X from Brand New Bean at the time. Oh so shit! He, yeah, so he he knew you or knew of you, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and he was like, "Oh, he's such a great person. He's such a great guy." So like watching it, you, I was like, "Wow, he killed it!" Because the expression and the the head ball, right, and like right, it was right. just, and that's what I love about a performance, right? Someone goes into their life and has to sacrifice listening to Ilmatic, You know what I mean? <laughs> no, because they're bringing you.
0: Yeah, you have to go in.
1: And you have no judgment of the character. You got to have no judgment. No judgment. No
0: judgment. You can't have judgment of the character. You can't have
1: judgment of the character.
0: And and that was the thing for me. It was like, I didn't, like, I remember sometimes people got offended. I said it on, you know, the fucking internet and everything gets, I remember said I had fun playing that character. Of course. And they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? You had fun. I'm like, what are you, you're, I'm like. And of course, you have fun because it's as an actor. That's right,
1: because a- it's not you. You get to that do was something, truly not me. Yeah, you get to do something that isn't you and really explore it in a way with no judgment. Right. Like you get to be like you know, you're not saying I condone it. I do it. I want to be it. But for that time, you can't
0: judge that. You character You
1: cannot, or you or we're gonna feel it, and then right. we're not. The performance is gonna suffer, and right. then we suffer. Right. So I'm glad you enjoyed it because if you didn't enjoy it, <laughs> I wouldn't enjoy it.
0: Right. I appreciate that
1: because you know that's what you look at. To be like, oh, so when you walk out, this like Ed Norton when he did the, did it to right. you. You have to walk out of there and be like, who I got to feel. I have, the fact that I can still remember it, and that it like I'm literally. I mean, I still watch it all the time, but that I literally can still remember it, and then still know you and be like, right. there. That to me is when I get to be like. When I get like as a as a as a viewer or as an artist, whatever, to be like shit, right? You know, that's what you look at to go right. like that was incredible.
0: Well, I appreciate that. Um, do you know at this point? Because I'm very well aware. of this, I'm, I'm, I think I'm like one for however many wrong. Mm-hmm. One time I was wrong. Do you know when you're making a piece of shit? And how quick do you know? Or or do you or do you have blinders on? Because I could tell now mm-hmm. this is a piece of shit, mm-hmm. and you know. It, sometimes it, it, I'll know beforehand. Mm-hmm. That only happened once, and then sometimes you could think it's going to be one thing, and you could literally get on the set, and you know, like in sports, we'll talk about a culture, mm-hmm. culture of winning, and yes. you can be like, "This is a set that's a culture of fucking losing." <laughs> um, How quick do you can you tell if you're because you, you never know if something, you never quite know if something's going to live up to the expectations. Right. So you always think this is
1: this can be good. Yeah, I hope this is good, I'm, but I'm, there's sometimes when you're like, "This is going to be a piece of shit." I've I've had some where I've been like, this will be fine. This will be fine. I did one or... I'm trying to think. I did... I've done stuff... You know what? Let me lie. I've done stuff where I've been like, "Mm, I don't know if this is going to work. Like, I was like, this feels... And then I've looked at it and I've been like, "Mm, that wasn't it right there. It's Mm. fine, Mm -hmm. but it's not going to be. It's not going to be. And then a lot of stuff, for example... I may not know how the audience is going to respond, but I'll know that whoever sees it will like it. Right. It may not be huge cuz that you can never tell. You can't
0: tell that. You, you, you can't it can It could be that. a minute small thing like yes. even like paid in full, like it was you, like you know, that's like that resonated with people. Yes. So like it, it you, but you want to walk away going like even if no one sees it, I if, want people cuz you might exactly. probably have done you've done so many things, you've probably done small things that not a lot of people saw, but the people that saw it made an impression that, on.
1: Yes. Like, yes. And I lo- And sometimes I'm the person that loves to see those small things. Like, I like to sit and I watch something. I like to sit and find stuff where I'm like, I'll, you know, see your name in it. But what is this? Because I'll just go, oh, I like the people involved. Mm-hmm. And then I'll watch it and be like, that was a dope movie. They, you know, I- And I'm always like, why don't they do, why don't we get to see more of those? Why don't they, you know, but we- I mean, that's a whole different talk. That's the machine. Right. Right, and the machine is a different thing than the work. The machine is a total. That's a whole other. But I think now we're in a culture and a generation they don't know the difference necessarily. Of, of what? Of of because we're in such a we're in such a generation of social media that the fame is so connected to things. Like with us, you just wanted to work. Right, it wasn't about like oh I want to be famous. Like, right, you would be like right, I want right. to act. You didn't. You know what I mean? You didn't. And if you got to do that shit. Just by virtue of working, there was such a thing where people were like, ah, man, you, it, it, there was such a respect that it wasn't about um, just, it wasn't about fame. It was really more connected to, and then if you want, and then if, if, if you only wanted to work more so you could get better parts, uh-huh. if you won't, it was only for the access to work with you know great directors yeah, to move and up other great people. sort of that people. chain of yes.
0: of 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 special people. Yes. Yes, The business is is has changed so much and you know when when I look at you know all the stuff that you've done to now like you know like in in the in the uh you know the late 90s you know in the in the early 2000s and and as far as like black hollywood black cinema black television Right. Like I feel like right now we're at such a it's changed the, the the opportunities and the diversity and the kind of parts. Obviously, Black Panther being like a fucking crowning,
1: yeah,
0: huge cultural jewel to to the things like Moonlight, which was mm-hmm. this little fucking movie, mm-hmm. dark, you know, with homosexuality and abuse and yeah, you know, like this is this would have been like fucking a Sundance. May may not even once on the, and then it wins the fucking Oscar in that crazy way. To all these other, you know, the show on um, Insecure, to Blackish, to you know, Girls Trip being a fucking monster hit. Um, what is your take on where it is to be? A, I hate this fucking term, but I'll just say it. What does it take? Your take yeah. to be a, a, an actress, a person of color right, right. in show business today, and how much it's changed from. Nineteen ninety eight, right? And the opportunities, and has it changed? Like, keep it funky.
1: Yeah, you know, you know, like it's a great moment, and um, I don't know, you know, I'm I'm gonna be honest, I don't even know about it's it it is it's like, I I I I definitely know from sitting back that it that you know you like it looks great, and I definitely know. I mean, I guess back in the day, you know, I guess there's a lot more to look at. You know, we had. You know, maybe it's that it's more mainstream. I mean, they've always, you know, we had, I mean, you know, back then we had Spike putting out the killer movies and John Singleton. So, you know, it was just a, a, a much smaller pool, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, in terms of like where you could see. But, you know, that's when I was also going to the movies. So if a John Singleton or a Spike movie came Those were out, you know, events. Those <laughs> were events. Those were events. And, you know, those events obviously weren't making the numbers that a, a, a Black Panther were. But for, for my youth, man, they were impactful. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like to to go see that and like, you know, to see Juice. And, of course, then we had the Eddie Murphys and we had the Boomerangs and, you know, those. Kind, so then, you know, Beverly So those, those were events. And I guess these are the events now. And, you know, I think with a lot more... Television options and a lot, a lot of amazing people going to television and streaming. You know, um, and 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 really being able to navigate both, and you see great writing. Like that's amazing to see because you're seeing um, the quality. You know, on a Netflix and 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 you know, even that makes. Uh, what do you, network television have right. to you know amp up its bar because right. it's like there's not like one or two sources it's not just right. HBO anymore like you know Amazon is like we're coming so you know from that you just see so many things and you're watching opportunities flourish and you're watching um people uh, not have to age out of the business too so there's so many levels where it changes and it broadens and then. There's also the flip side of that where, you know, your syndication changes, there's monetary, there's finance, then there's the value of the individual's work and, you know, how certain people, because now it's, you know, it's a lot of money, so it's a lot of business. So then you feel like, okay, well, gosh, are we losing craftsmanship because we're looking at this and now it's kind of like who's hot and who's the purpose. Of, so then all of that changes too. So it's, it's like, you know, I guess it's like any coin that has two sides.
0: Right. I, I, I agree. I agree. And, and, you know, I think so much of what the interpretation of what's going on and then actually being, you know, a person in, in show business, in the acting or whatever the fuck you want to call it, you know, based on what's on Twitter, you know, cause they'll be like, well, people think this. And I'm like, fucking you look at the thing and it's like seven people but they'll make it, that's a fake yeah, news exactly. shit and it could be good or bad but i'm like they're like people are freaking out over uh, uh regina hall's uh you know sneaker collection right. you're like you're looking like there's only seven people commenting on it but those seven people those are se- freaking out and
1: then it. what happens is i feel like you know then that becomes truer than the truth completely and so then it just turns into so you know it's always that's that's the part that's different. Whereas <laughs> before, it just, I mean, you know, like, you know, best person got the part. Right. You watch that, you were like, right. oh, and that was, that was it. But there's so many other factors. I
0: agree. What do you think? Cause I I mean, the motherfuckers don't know this. What do you think about the gender pay thing? Specifically this. Like this actor who's dope, who I just saw him in this Showtime thing, which I can't remember the name of it. Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, he's so good. So I'm probably not saying his name right. A couple of other people have said this also, but he said, "I am not going to work. I will not. I will take down jobs where my female co star doesn't get paid as much as me." And I'm like, "This is some bullshit here. Not that the female shouldn't, but as you know, it's like let's say he's doing a movie, right? And and they're like." We're gonna give you five million dollars a movie. And the and the female, like they don't want a known female. And she works as just amount as much a days, but she's not Jennifer Lawrence. Or she's not just someone. Like, I'm like, homeboy, you're not giving up
1: half of your five right. million for Jane Doe. Right. You know, I think people um have to take into account this is this is how I feel. And I and you know, I'm one person, but I will say. You have to take into account not just um, gender, right? So I have to take into account who is going to motivate people to come see the movie. And so I have to say, you know, if my female is, you know, whatever, Melissa McCarthy, and, and, you know, my male I've never heard of, well, she'll get paid more. If my male is, you know... You know, uh, name somebody. now. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, shit. You know, he bo- deserves to make yeah. more money
0: than everybody, and probably most of the time, any other female, just because he's exactly. that dude.
1: And because I know, like for me, I don't like I'm someone who doesn't go to the movies a ton. But you know what? If there's a Leonardo movie, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Right. So I'm buying into his body of work, his taste. Right. Because I'm like, hush, hush, She always in some good shit. So it's going to be good. I'm buying into what he is. I'm paying for. Mm-hmm. I'm paying for all of that. I'm paying for all his fans over like spanning three, four decades. Mm-hmm. So I as an investment, I get my investment back with him. But if it's somebody else and I don't and that includes myself, I'm not going to go up and be like, well, Leonardo's getting this. I should get this because I'm like, I, I, I mean, I mean, even if he's in my movie for 10 minutes. I got to give Leonardo the, because that, you know, Brad Pitt, because I'm, I'm, it's.
0: He's the McDonald's. He's the Pepsi, the Coca-Cola, the the, the Kentucky Fried Chicken, whatever the fuck you want to call it. He's the Mercedes Benz, the BMW. And when
1: you get to that level, you have to understand it. Now, if I had two people of equal caliber, well, then that's different. Right. You know what I mean?
0: But that's the thing that I think is getting missing in how this, this gender pay. Right. You know, is is is, and I'm like Benedict Cumber, Yo, I don't know right. what you're talking about because I ain't giving up that money. I, I'm not giving up that fucking money. No, and you, you know how hard it is it. to make money yeah. and to get-
1: Oh no, and I've watched him win Oscars, and he's amazing. And so you know, but now if I've got him, you know, Benedict Cumberback, and then I've got Reese Witherspoon. Well, I, I'm gonna pay them equal. Right? You know why? Because her body of work demands right. it. So you know, everything is. And listen, I may love someone artistically and be like they're amazing. I just got to pay this one more because of 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 his box office appeal. Right. But I also have this other person who is artistically dope. So I'm at least I got I'm not giving him something offensive. Right. Or her. Right. You know what I mean? And that's for both genders. I agree. That's for both genders.
0: I agree. I agree. It, it, it's just the way it's been sort of yeah. put out there. And I'm like thinking like they're acting like there's this scandal and I'm like, there's different things in play. It's like you could get it's the, a the lot McDonald's of things. or you the, the other burger might be good, but it the McDonald's is the one that everyone's going to. Um, I don't want to keep you much longer. A couple more questions. Girls Trip. Did you know that this... What did you think you were making? Like, I mean, this is a fucking huge movie. Yeah.
1: I mean, I thought we were making It Was Gonna Be Good. You know, like, you know, like, think like a man about last night. I was like, those are good. Like, we're going in there. We're going in there. A little... Maybe I thought a little less money because it was R-rated. Right. So I was like, well, we might have a little less. And I thought... It was gonna be
0: fine. Right. You know
1: what I mean? Like
0: You thought it was gonna be a good funny I movie. I thought it was
1: gonna be a good funny movie. I didn't want a summer release. I was against that. I was like, oh and I'm a huge speaking of directors, I'm a huge Chris Nolan fan. Uh-huh. Right? I love Christopher Nolan. I think he's so dope. And I was like, Dunkirk? You gotta and I'm 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 never like someone who is I don't believe in counter programming. Like you just you, you you know, it's like you you can't anticipate... black people like Good movies, big movies. So, like, you can't be like, well, you're going to be out against Mr. And Mrs. Smith." It's like the black people are going to see Mr. And Mrs. Smith too. There are certain movies that you know are beyond race when they're when there's a certain like a Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Don't right. put me out against Leonardo DiCaprio. So I was like, "Really? You go Dunkirk? Oh, it's a specific movie." I was like, "It's Christopher Nolan." Uh-huh. Like. So I was not, I was like, I don't know why, you know, September's good. You know, we got a solid uh, March, April, you know what I mean? Right. I was like, but they were insistent and they were, but they were also willing to put their advertising dollars behind it. And right. that, that made it. Were difference. you following
0: that? Like, were you guys aware of that? Like for me as an actor, like
1: sometimes you don't know what the fuck. You're like, you're, you're active, you're paid. Get the fuck out of here. Like, like, go really do some good press. because they really need, well, see, this is the difference now in this new age of like. You know social media. You know you have to be in part. So we were being in the in the meetings on what their strategy was, and I was like, "Ah, uh. oh, okay, I see what they're doing." I was still nervous because summer, summer, and then you know I didn't know if if women were gonna feel like we were too crude. And, and, you know, I was like, it's Essence, and Essence is kind of elite, and, you know, we're black women in that age range are going to be like, that was just too much cursing. I just didn't. You don't know how people are going to receive a film, you know what I mean? So you're like, is our demographic going to be okay with this, you know what I mean? And then is the really young demographic who would be okay with it going to see it? I just couldn't tell. And unlike a hangover or something like that, it's men. Men don't have that. right. Boys are just like, yeah, that's what we do. So right. I just wasn't, I wasn't sure about it, but um, I just wasn't sure. You know mm. what I mean? You never can be sure. When did you
0: start to realize you were in like a big monster, like, yo, this is a hit movie. Forget the people like it. That's fantastic. Right, that's, right. that's great. But this is like a fucking money maker. Like it's like, and it keep going. And then the Tiffany Haddish and it's like yeah. Girls Trip 2 and... People have seen it twice and, like, it keeps going.
1: Yeah. Yeah, probably, you know, (laughs) second, third week out. You know, when you're just like, okay. when We probably started getting pictures of all the girls going. Right. You know what I mean? When I started seeing- It became like an event. Yeah, when it became an event, when I saw um, white women- who went with their girlfriends too. And I was like, oh, and you know, Spanish, like when it hit crossed the racial uh-huh. um, thing. And I was like, oh, so women love it. And then, you know, boyfriends who had seen it or husbands, cause uh-huh. their wives were like, come with me. I think that's when I was like, oh, people really, really like this movie. Right. Right. And it it had a, you know, of staying a long in the summertime. Right. Cuz I was like, oh my goodness. Now we're going to get one weekend and be done. You know, cuz you never know what can happen in the summer. So, probably then and the, and and especially like women who were like I laughed. When I started seeing people's mother, you know, like older women and they were like I, you know, that was me and kind of reliving portions of of their life. Right. You know, like that was when I was like, okay. Right. Is there
0: gonna be a part two?
1: There is gonna be a part two.
0: Is it like like and, and so so now that you know this is a hit, you know hopefully the second one will be an even bigger hit. Uh, like are you guys like well motherfucker I gotta get this I gotta get like how, you know what I'm saying in terms of it's not like you're saying it's right. like the agents and who knows right. if you're all at the same agency. Yeah. But first of all, when, is there a date to start doing part two?
1: Um. Um. There is. I know they're um writing it. We're, the great thing is everybody's really busy. Right. So it's, you know, so we haven't locked in the start date, but I know it'll probably be um, next year.
0: That's dope. Yeah,
1: next year is when we would shoot it.
0: And are you guys like like the renegotiating, like because it superseded everything? I know. Was there even like in your contract? For a part two, or it's not because it's not the kind of movie you would think, right? No,
1: no, you know, that's the thing. You know, what I've been lucky because I've been in several sequels, and none of them have thought there was going to be a part two. There was no part two for Scary Movie, no part two for Think Like a Man, like, there's never like, there's no part two because everyone thinks it's like going to be so. No one thought about a girl's trip, too. You know what I mean? It was just kind of like, oh, okay, we'll get our fan base and da 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 and that'll be it. So never, never, no. So not for this one. But, you know, for us, I think the biggest thing is is we just, if you can't, for me, if you can't do it great the second time, just don't do it.
0: Right. So or I, what if you can't do it great, but we can make a lot of fucking money trying? I
1: know. It's like some 50 cent shit. Like I know, ain't... right? You know, and all, it's always scary because, you know, they don't want to pay anymore. Never, Nobody ever wants, nobody wants, you know... Well, you you
0: guys are in a good position because it's four black women. Yeah. Like like the tables, like like it's like we got the fucking leverage and this motherfucking shit was a hit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: this is like the hot shit. Yeah. Like people and are it, gonna be hyped to see like if you could do some fucking crazy trailer. Oh, I know. And like, you know, people will be like, when is this shit coming out? Like you guys could be coming out of a hotel like we did it again. Like yeah. the same like the hangover.
1: No, yeah, no, it's great. You have and the listen, leverage. We do. And and it's good because I love the girls. Like, you know, I love you life. guys got along. Oh, man. Got along. Love La, love Jada. I mean, Tiffany came out and she's like exploded. You know, love Tiffany. So the good thing for us is that we like each other. Right. You know what I mean? So you guys all get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In
0: terms of like, get it. In terms of the the business aspect and like one hand washes the other. Like we're not here to, like everybody's going to shine. Everybody has their moments of shining. That's the
1: big thing too is I think that happens a lot too. Like you definitely have to be like... You you gotta be. You have to be amazingly okay with your co stars. You want them to shine. Everybody's got to average a double double. If they don't shine, then the the whole thing needs to be shiny. You don't need a dull spot. No. You know what I mean? Because you, you can't you,
0: rock, and then two scenes are whack with these, no, you know, this chick no, and this chick, and then they no, come at no, no, and everybody's. You, these are all vets, even though Tiffany is is uh, the newest face of the world. Yeah, she's it's the newest
1: success. She's, but she's been, been doing in the business. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. So that was a big part of it too, and and even with Tiffany's character, you know, I read the script and 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 um, didn't we didn't know who they were going to get? Like so, you know, they call me and they're like, you know, we're trying to get you know Jada and line. I was like. They ain't going to do it. Like, you know, because I'm scared. You know, you're like, I was like, Lord, I don't want to be in this movie and everybody's awful and whatever. So then they did it. And then I was like, but look, you know, this character, this Dina character, which originally they had that, they, that was, you know, they had somebody very specific in mind who passed on it, you know. Wow. Which I'll tell you. And then I was like, um, I was like, dang. And so they were upset. I was like, you'll get somebody else. And then, and then, cause the studio really wanted that person. And then I was like, but whoever you get, they, that role has to pop. That's like, what's his name? Zach, uh, Galifianakis. Galifianakis, like that role has to pop. And then, you know, Tiffany came and superseded that. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, uh, uh, it's an, it's an all around win. It's an all around win. Um, all right. You, we, we talked about
0: Wood, we talked about other actors you like, tell me off the top of your head, actors that you worked with, actors or actresses that you've worked with, that you've been in front of, it, even, it doesn't have to be necessarily dramatic, it could be comedic like uh, Tiffany or whoever, when I say to you, when you've been working with somebody where you were like, damn, this motherfucker is good, like when you're across from them, where you just like kind of like- You know, no- I
1: worked with Alfred Molina and I was like, damn, he's good. I just, I mean, I would just watch him. Sometimes I'd get caught up watching him. I'd be like, oh, shit, is it my line? Right. I don't know if that's ever happened to you. Where yeah, I've, no, I have. Yeah. Been... I love when it
0: happens. I mean, it's not good for business. <laughs> it's not good for the take. But like, you know, you're like, this motherfucker's, um, I guess it's like when basketball players, like, yeah, I just, like, when they, like, a lot of times they talk about Kobe or playing with Jordan, like, yeah, i just watching him.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: You're yeah. in it, but you're, you're like. Not oh, in it, in yeah. it
1: because you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, you're just, you've, you've become a spectator at that point. He, I've worked with him and I watched him do some stuff. There have been, yeah, there have been people who I've been like, wow, you know, and what is definitely one of them where I've been like, some people I've worked with and I've looked at the stuff and it's been amazing, but they're more, um, more. Ama- I'm more amazed by them in an edit.
0: I got you. Than
1: live. You know, some people cut together incredibly. I got you. But then in person, they're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Where then some people you're just like oh wow they're just they're just great mm-hmm. you know and that that is like you know that's exciting yeah like I can't imagine like you know wor- working with like a Meryl Streep or something like that I can't because I I don't even know what she would do that I, I know it they'd be like line yeah I, you know because I just and so many and listen so many people you know I'm saying Meryl Streep because she's like so, so, so big, so amazing, and so famous. I'm sure i do it for Leonardo, who's also big man. But then there are people who may not be household names who you just, you know, a lot of people may not know who Alfred Melina is, but who you watch and you go, wow, this person is amazing. Okay. And anytime you get it, because I feel like they make you better.
0: I agree. I agree. Um, I always say t- top five rappers, top five actors, you're top five. Like, you're like... Any place, anytime. I stop the channel. Like where you're, like guys or girls, like, actors, actresses. You don't know, the, the fucking gender police. Your top five. Where you're like these are my, you know, they living or dead. Where you're like these are these are the ones that speak to me the most. You know what I mean? Just Gosh. like your people, like that. You're like I'm watching them any place, anytime. I'm going to the movie. Like for me, Denzel. He's probably right now. Like. I'm going to the theater sight unseen.
1: Right. I'm doing that for Leonardo for sure. Yeah. I'm going sight unseen mm-hmm. no matter what he does. Now, see, the thing is, I just watched, I just re-watched Godfather again.
0: There's a whole bunch of motherfuckers in there. I that. was
1: about to say, and then you forget about people. You don't forget, but you know, I mean, Al Pacino is, I mean, and Rob, they're so good in that movie. It's like. And then, you know, you'll go and watch some, you know, you'll go and, you know, I'll go and watch Dog Day Afternoon or some shit I haven't seen in a long time and be like, wow, you know, Al Pacino was, you can forget how dope. Some, that's the thing, too. Memories are short. So, you know, as uh, you know, sometimes. They're very short now. Very short now. So, you know, when you think of people, you're like, yeah, but you haven't, this person is a, this person. Al's a, he's A, a pillar. A pillar. He's a fucking pillar He's of everything. A, a pillar. And you know who else I love? And, you know... So
0: I mean, we're going to go Al. We said Al. Yep. Yeah, you said I,
1: Leonardo. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, love, I love Goldie Hawn. And I know that's a rare thing, but like... I'll go watch Goldie Hawn in something like a Private Benjamin. I could an, see
0: that influence in an, in your comedy shit. Oh yeah, shit. and
1: Overboard, and be like, I love her. Like she's just effortless. There's, I could name fifty, but I could go old school and new school. Like I love Sally Fields beyond. I just watch Normal. I could, I mean, there's so many from before and then now, and like men like Denzel is definitely.
0: H- a, how good is he? He's great. Have have I mean, you've never been in a movie with him? Uh huh. Have you ever like gotten to an auditioning with him? Like, have you ever like read with him?
1: Never read with. I've I've met him. And I know people who, and I know people who have worked with him yeah. a lot. Listen, I love Viola. You know what I mean? They're just. I mean, but then I mean, but but there's so many. But you know what I mean? but I'm on the spot. I can't think. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. But yes, where I know that whatever they do, they're gonna. You know, Denzel has a way too that he does stuff. I mean, they're all. But you know, you're talking about craftsmen from a generation that's different. And, I agree. I agree. And so it's just—I mean, should I love Betty Davis? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it just—it. I mean, I love Robert. De- I'm naming. I'm going back, even though they're amazing people today, and they are. But like, I'm going back where you're looking. It's you know, etched Jody in your Foster. soul. Though. Oh yeah.
0: Like these are people that like have done shit. That's it's it's like it's it's etched in your soul. Listen,
1: you know who I. Love, I love Anthony Hopkins. He's a fucking he's stupid. He's stupid good. It's ridiculous.
0: Now I'm gonna just throw this my last question. Top five rappers or rap groups, mm-hmm. throw give them to me in no particular order, no and particular it's interchangeable because because okay. yeah, some people listen to like you know, you don't want to offend anybody. So who are your yeah. top five? This is the obligatory question. Okay,
1: and I let me just say this: I love art, so I'm just artist. I'm just gonna come from who comes to mind from today, today,
0: and it could so, be tomorrow. You could have said another eight more.
1: Yeah, I love Jay. Always love Jay. Always got to be number one. I agree. I mean, um, I love Big. You know what I mean? Like, what I mean? What are you gonna say? Those are two. Uh, I got to throw Brand New being in just okay. because of the impact they had. I agree. Under on, the Radar. Under the Radar. I fuck with Brand New Beard Hard. Oh, heart. yeah. And when that came out, it was just, you know, so, you know, I mean, but, and, and I could do that whole, and then Nas, I mean, what do you, I mean. That's no matter, four? Yeah. Uh, Lauren Hill. Okay. I, I mean, she's kind of incredible.
0: Okay. Um, I'll but, give you Cherry on Top. Okay. You got oh, one it's more. Cherry. You um, got a fucking Cherry on Top. I can't give you a whole damn, like. Right,
1: right. Uh, should a bitch asking for a whole pie. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Gosh. Who would I pick? Cause there's one spot left.
0: There's a cherry on top. You were quick to rattle off the other one. Now I you just, you know, now you're being precious. Because I,
1: I am. Because it's my last one. It's the last this fucking one, last man.
0: One. I didn't ask for like your, your top 100. I know, you You're know, in Shit.
1: Let me think. Um, take your fucking time, Regina. Okay. Okay. You know what? I just did a post where I had him on there because it was something I saw and it was a freestyle like in front of like MTV when they used to do your MTV raps. And I watched this really dope documentary on hip hop and it was a bunch of hip hop artists and they were talking about just like the grind that you had to do cuz you there was no like you know what I mean there was no way to get seen unless you just had to be the dopest, right? So they would just be in like freestyling going to radio stations like just and they were and so I mean they were the the competition the level that you had to be at, the level of excellence and, you know, your rhymes had to say something where, where people were like, oh you know, and Rakim, I just remember he was the bar, you know, like, I mean, he would just, I mean, yeah, Rakim. I mean, that's the thing. That's what I'm, it was kind of like naming the actors. Like, you forget. And it's like, how do you not forget the beast that is Rakim?
0: And then, you know, Rakim, you go KRS, Big Daddy Kane. we we That's why it's interchangeable. Oh, we're,
1: yeah, yeah. Kane, I mean... There were so many. I mean, there were it's like it's like you could think about listen, I mean obviously there's hip hop now, but I might be biased, but I swear our generation just shits on all of it. Period. <laughs> I mean I, I you don't have to give an excuse. It's it's it is what it is. They they, they know it. <laughs> the younger gen, they know. They do know. They, they do, know. do know you. Because have-
0: there's no explanation. If some shit is a banging, there's some shit is funky, like if 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 you found a a, a Paid in full, Eric B. Kim, 300 years from now, the planet, the mm. planet, mm. you know, mm. uh, got blown up, and you're not gonna have to explain it. People are just gonna bob their head. <laughs> they might be speaking another language, they might not be speaking English anymore, but they're gonna be like, this is dope. You listen to James the Brown. The soul feels that. The just soul it. feels it. James Brown, a thousand years from a now, you don't need years. any explanation. You might not even be speaking. The English language, Mm-mm. that shit'll resonate. Mm-hmm. All right, Regina Hall, OG Regina Hall, and
1: I do love Kendrick Lamar right now. He's good. Like there's he there's good people. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We, there there is good people. We're not shitting on the whole thing, but no, just no. as a, as a, as a whole.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that. All right,
0: Regina Hall, I'm a fan. I'm, I'm a fan I appreciate you coming to rock with. One day maybe Like not only get to me, We'll get to work together I, I, That would be dope Fuck yeah that would be dope That would be dope We gotta dope. figure something That's out That's right But I appreciate you coming Oh
1: I appreciate you having me And introducing me to Weezy.
0: Thank you